to Lizzie Likes to Talk, where we will talk about all the things <laughs> and nothing's really off topic for the most part, except for me. I'm definitely off topic, but hopefully you can endure it, stay and listen to the whole thing, and possibly there's something to learn or at least keep the conversation going. So here we go. Let's get this discussion started and see where it goes. So, remember that whole thing that I said in part one of at the very end, the note I made? If you didn't, go check it out. Um, but I definitely went down that procrastinating to avoid the hard topic. I mean, I procrastinate hard topics with hard topics, so I don't know if you can count it like that, but I guess my own trauma by trying to help others I don't know but anyways went down into some very important topics that really 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 would mean the world to me and probably just help the world perhaps if you would go back and listen to as well so I'm just going to do everyone a favor here and cut it off and um, make it a whole other episode thing and then combine that with another one and um yeah please go and listen to that one as well it is very 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 important stuff that I'm discussing so thank you so much for sticking around with me through my struggle trying to find words to put to all of this important discussions and let me know if you have any inputs and um, anything to add to it. I'd love to hear it. So here is a little preview of what you will be getting in the next episode because of my wandering thoughts. But it's important topics and quite a big thing that's been on my mind for obviously a couple months so might as well include it here especially because it kind of ties into the topic and um you know maybe this will give more of an opportunity for more people who actually might know how to help me with these things to hear this message and maybe reach out if again as i note later if you won't screw me over. You know, just gotta make sure. Okay, let's dive in. Getting back to the timeline of my health stuff. Actually, right after I completed the first part, I think it was just, I'm not kidding, like, it can be such mental exhaustion just reliving all of this and, like, I, mean, I just freaking procrastinated for literally an hour <laughs> and it was important things that I was talking about but probably because I just don't want to talk about this and it's not like the things I was just talking about was fun to talk about either but um okay back to my topic I started thinking about gluten-free stuff and policy around that and allergies and stuff and um I'm so excited about the projects I want to work on I just don't have the money for it I don't want to like I want to tell you guys what I have in my brain and I just I can't though because people steal ideas and I want to be a part of it and like 
most of it I care about to the extent where like I honestly don't care if it's me who brings it out there I just want it out there so I can use it and just for the betterment of humans but um I would really like to get some credit for my idea you know that kind of thing and be part of it and um so same with like tv show ideas and it's just all I don't know that's like the part entrepreneurial part of me that I've known was always there but it's just really coming up because I'm as I'm getting older I'm seeing how much like you think that like especially in the digital era growing up into the digital era you think that everything's been created oh there's a thing for that oh there's nope there isn't you'd be surprised how many things there is not for and I'm sure you've experienced in your own life where you're like searching everywhere and because you like swear there had to be something that solves that problem and there isn't (laughs) for whatever reason because people may have maybe they haven't thought about it maybe you're just your brain actually goes to places that you'd be surprised like you don't give yourself credit for it or just people didn't want to go around the roadblocks you got to be persistent for sure it's not going to be easy I'm well aware of but yeah I'm really excited but I really wish they were just a thing already so it could help people in ways that policy and all of that kind of stuff is going to take so long so might as well help people who want to make the decision to help themselves live a better life but okay get back to me on that topic whenever I'm employed again (laughs) and I can save money for that and to at least trademark my idea and then maybe I can talk about it and hey if you know all of that kind of stuff and how to protect ideas and aren't gonna screw me over side side note but um please let me know help me I know some but not like all of it I gotta there's so much I want to do and so much I'm involved in and like I don't think it's ever gonna change yeah all my loved ones that tell me I'm involved in too much and I need chill and this will be part of the story in this timeline but like it's just it's who I am I there's so much I want to do for the world and in the world and other people aren't doing it so if other people were doing it I could chill out but nope they don't so um here I am Oh, juggling everything when I probably shouldn't juggle anything at all because juggling my health alone is enough. And all the juggling and stress and all that kind of stuff, roadblocks and frustration, it literally does have an effect on my health as I learn more and more about it, especially now that I get fibromyalgia symptoms. A lot of fibromyalgia is connected to your brain. That's not saying it is not a physical thing. Things within your brain and connected to the way you think and anything like that, subconscious or anything, that is still physical reactions. And it's a physical thing. Your brain's a physical thing. So the things happening in your brain is physical. And I hate that people don't actually like acknowledge that. It'll be very interesting if I do speed up the audio, and because I just like really am pleasantly surprised with how much I just rammed into fast talking a second ago, and I'm sure it's gonna be sound like. <laughs> and earlier, what I was talking about the speeding up. Oh God, another ADHD thing. I felt okay. I can't even acknowledge it now, or I'll I'll get off the track. But. is that like I want to listen to so many videos and I'm like how am I ever gonna have the time for that and um 
I realized that thankfully with the cool little speed up thing and actually <laughs> maybe I should just start podcasts with telling people hey if you want to speed it up you speed it up if you don't if you don't and honestly maybe I don't even speed it up enough for you and you can speed it up more but hopefully you don't speed it up to the point where you can't understand the words that defeats purpose but um I've learned that like on YouTube if you do it the toggle and the little gear at the top of the video and you put it to 1.5 and actually you can still understand it and it goes through things real quickly at least quicker than it would be and so then I can get through more yay more learning more putting into my brain I don't know if I really need that but I like it I'm glad I like it it helps life anyways um and actually as I was been as I've been um thinking over this stuff that I'm gonna go over in a second I realized like and this was not consciously for sure I promise you I'm not this stupid to where I would waste money like this but in an odd way I definitely don't advise it but in an odd way having to withdraw from so many classes health-wise and not being able to actually complete it and then having to take other versions of it. It's so twisted that it's actually made me a more well-rounded human, especially in what I just talked about, about like knowing as much as I can and different perspectives. It will help me in the future of giving back to people and especially serving as many different kind of people as I can. I don't want to just people that agree with me. No. I just want other people that don't agree with me to consider what I'm saying and see that like we both have points. It's when it's risking democracy that having issues. That's why I am probably for the most part dem. I I at least vote dem right now. But yes, that can definitely, there is definitely corruption there too. And I will not vote for that unless it's the other one is you know, way worse of an evil. And, but we should not have to pick that. There's enough humans in this world where, like, why do we have to pick the best of two evils, you know? Anyways. And that's another reason you need to get involved in it and aware of it. Talk about it online. Talk about it with people in your life, just casually. Because I think us getting to a point where it was taboo worked for the anti for the corrupted people. And... That's how we started getting such horrible candidate choices. Because actually, we do have a say in it. You just got to figure out how and learn about that and get your foot in the door of that. Start being the people if the people aren't working for you. You see what I mean? Anyways, but not like a Marjorie Taylor Greene type. Please actually have the credentials. (laughs) And at least the education of it and not just be like, the worst part about her is there's been quite a lot of evidence that she doesn't even believe the crap she says. And that it just, mm, girl, I don't know how she sleeps at night, but like if she was actually the way that she's been reported to be behind closed doors or like when people aren't looking, I don't think I would have a problem with her, but it's that she doesn't because she knows that she'll get more attention and will get somewhere for herself personally by being this monster 
But anyways, um, and no, if you disagree with things I talk about, that's fair. I'm, I'm really interested in hearing your perspective as well. I want to learn. I want to see what I can agree with. I'm not guaranteeing I will agree with it. And if it's hateful, then I'm not going to allow that in any kind of environment that I have any control over. No, sir. So just be mindful of that part. But I'm willing to talk about because I think that's important. And it's so from doing the volunteering work that I have and especially like texting, which can be quite a mental baggage. Um, But especially because people can say whatever the frick they want to say and they get a lot bigger kahunas than they actually have (laughs) in the texting world. And um, man, the things that they'll go to and like, I love the campaigns that will let me do this. Not all of them will, but I like to not give it back to them, but point out the hypocrisy. Like often I'm like, I thought you're the family of values. Do you really want your kids speaking like that? And also like things like, um, like, thank you for showing me your misery or things like that. And like getting, and sometimes actually getting to a point of like actual, I've had moments where have gone into conversations with complete strangers bringing up like what is bringing you to this point like why do you have this much hatred and actually talking about it and like a lot of it eventually we realize there's actually things we agree on and then because of that they start considering actually voting for what I'm voting for because they I've been so shocked that people have turned over completely sometimes and um or at least been open to not vote for the ones that are going to cause more corruption or just even just listen because so often they don't aren't even listening to you so it's amazing that's why I not only started this but just conversation in general it's very important and I talk about the deep stuff and I if you know me in person I actually like don't often go there but I will like I know it's so important to correct misconceptions and that can be dangerous. And so I will correct you on some things. <laughs> and I f- feel free to do that to me too. If if it actually has sources behind it. Importante. But yeah, I actually don't like... I'm not as in your face as online. Because online, I know that people can ignore it if they want to. Or they can actually take it for consideration. Like, honestly, I would argue they should. But... Okay, back to what I was saying. In a very odd and twisted way, because I've had to take so many of the same type of courses, I've learned, like, honestly, I might know it more than most people. Like, people who have gotten straight freaking A's in classes. That's the part that's so unfair. And because I know that now, and I can see that flaw within education systems, it's so unfair that I don't, you know, they, they should just, like, allow me to test out. Seriously. Ugh. Um, but to, like, <laughs> to annoy an annoying point I can tell you so much about all of the topics that I may have gotten a freaking F in just because I couldn't get out of bed because I was so freaking sick. It's not fair. I would keep up as much as I could. And like, I even like, I bet they didn't understand, like professors didn't understand why, like, probably thought I was missing. And maybe because I think being, when I was being sick, it would elevate the anxiety and everything like that. And probably got in my head of like, I don't, I don't know it enough and I'm going to fail this. And then, so I just skip it all together. It's a bad thing. 
but it's an anxiety thing that I've had to try to conquer and um, learn instead so much of the anxiety things I've gone through and the holdbacks and this is what you have to be mindful of if you critique people is they're they're probably already critiquing themselves and if you add on to that if it gets to a point where they're critiquing and just putting themselves down so much they're not going to try at all and a lot of it I so many of it I could have probably just tried to see but I got so into my head and so down about my potential that I just believed it wasn't there and I wouldn't even try things like that Ooh, I'm hearing a helicopter so interesting how many helicopters are in the Houston area anyways around like 2 a.m now now I need to check my pilot app because I, I really want to, I'm such a nerd about that, but I love checking the plane radars and seeing where they're coming from. <laughs> and I'm so curious, especially when it's like, no, it's two in the freaking morning. No, I don't want to go into a website. Come on, phone. You know, we've been through this. I've done the radars before. Oh, it's called flight radar. Right, right, right. Okay, anyways, it's not going to let me... I have a storage issue. Again, OCD. <laughs> Digital screenshot everything that I want to remember and that's an issue. Um, and then I get too much anxiety about going through it and yeah, I'm working on it. I'm actually working on it. I promise you that I'm not just leaving it be. It's just not going to. And it's 222. I'm going to take that as com confirmation from the universe that like I'm on the right path that, and it's saying good for you. So that's what I need in that moment. So yeah, encourage people about what they are doing right rather than constantly about what they are doing wrong. They do, you do need to mention it. And because like, what if they never think about it before? But my rule is say it once and um, let it be. And if they want to learn the hard way, they will. And just, oh, that wasn't a helicopter. Ooh, but that's creepy. It was a small plane. And it doesn't tell you where it came from. Oh, it came from... Interesting. I hope they're being safe. It's really dark out there. They went over the whole entire lake. Which makes sense because I'm close to the lake. <laughs> that was probably really pretty. But they were um, close to the bays going into the Gulf of Mexico. Interestante. Which is so interesting. That's actually close to the city. Houston is very interesting. I'll give them that. I want to explore more. And at this very moment, I should probably be able to hear a plane. Like, it's still quite far away, but the way that you hear planes. Of um, an Air Transport International coming from Wilmington. Interesting, interesting. The whole reason I'm here is actually to be close to an airport. And for my dad's job. So, it makes sense that I hear a lot of planes. <laughs> and I'm not close, close, but closer than other places could be. Well, that was a pleasant little distraction, but it made me forget freaking everything. Thanks. Okay. But, um, yeah, just constantly, you know, of course, cause family members, like, especially, you know, my mom going on me often. Um, <laughs> I mean, duh, probably was going insane if like, you know, not knowing like the, the transition of being able to just be on top of your kids when they're in high school and like be there and see it and versus like when they're on their own and I just you can just take their word for it yeah I probably shouldn't have taken my word but I was learning 
and I had to go through what I went through and that's what I have to remind myself now to heal from how much I just pummel myself about the past and if you are constantly beating yourself up and going over the past like you you know of course should reflect off of it from things you can learn from it but if you do it so much you're not living in the present like right now like sometimes that's a a number one thing that I've learned recently um, like literally recently like this past month is the best way to instantly calm anxiety and it's actually a panic attack um, tactic but you can and because it was panic attack tactic I never thought that I could use it for that but um, just for plain old anxiety but is looking around you and seeing what you can appreciate in the very moment and like being in a house with my puppy dog my family's puppy dog and loved ones and when they're not pissing me off (laughs) having a roof over my head and being in a moment where it's at least calm enough even though I'm not loving the unemployment life but this is only temporary I actually am waiting on the opportunity um but anyways like I know I basically have the opportunity it just has to like the pieces have to be put together to actually make it anyways so but I'm in a chill enough spot that if I have to be conquering some of this old class mess untwisting it and healing that part because there's so much of that that I just like try to ignore but I would have never really fully moved on and would have just always felt if I hadn't like I like that's what's been going on the past couple years and the pandemic really has been an issue of me healing all the things that went down before it I'm not just using it as an excuse but it's now I can and I need to and because it's actually kind of a chill moment not much happening which I actually am not loving because I love to travel and I love to be doing things and especially because I know for my mental health I really need to start being doing more things living life seeing life doing life this is actually the best for this very moment and like where I can just just deal because it can be so stressful even though it's not physically it's so mentally hard on me to dive into that trauma again that that can that's sometimes all I can do in the day that and like just a few other things like I can't I could not handle working on top of that right now and so it's a good thing I can fix that now then a little gratitude moment for a moment then I could just go back to sleep like I did after I made the first half went over all of the mostly pre-college health journey of it I literally passed out on the spot like just (laughs) literally slumped over basically face first right where I was not even on a pillow or nothing and passed out like it literally exhausted me that much and then woke up because my sister accidentally woke me up didn't know I was sleeping I did want to say night night to my puppy and then here we are I realized that I don't think I can sleep well enough if I don't get the rest of it off my head so I'll at least try to get some of it here and apparently there was more I needed off of my head at the same time and if you can tell I was cleaning up recycling right before this and that's how we got into this topic Ugh. right before this too I tried finally 
found a possibly affordable and not too unhealthy gluten-free snack and it's called uh, I think it's drizzleness it's something like that and it's rice cakes like mini rice cakes and like there's a s'more flavor it's really good and um of course, I went straight for my temptations because sometimes the worst part of having any restrictions, especially food restrictions, is like you want it that much more. And I get so judged all the time by like people in my life. And I know why. I get it. it every single, my doctors explain it like sometimes even just having one bite of it. And I'd love to have more discussion over other people who might be more educated in this if this is very true or not, um, or if it's just one of those, like, warning things to scare me, but, um, just one bite can set me back six weeks of healing, because it will take that long for my stomach to, like, it'll just be attacking, my immune system will attack the hell out of it, and, um, I actually, as I've been getting older, I notice I feel better, or at least digest better, I know, lovely, lovely topic, but it's important, um, so much of your body revolves around digestion and, but with uh, dairy free and finally through mod pizza, thank you mod pizza that like maybe lower your price a little bit, but really like their dairy free cheese and it's not as gross as you think. And it's actually better for the environment. And there's theories that we're not even supposed to be drinking cow's milk or anything of that. And same with gluten actually I find that so fascinating I want to learn more about all of that especially because it affects me so much but like why is there so many allergies behind it you know why does my body literally think it's a foreign invader of course it's not exactly the smartest body <sighs> tired that's a good sign though I need to go sleepy <laughs> And it's mirror number, 2.32. But I was already looking at the clock, so I don't know if that counts. Anyways, the hardest part that people that don't live the gluten-free or allergy life don't realize is that how much more you have to pay for healthy. And that is exactly why I want to go into policy, especially with food type situations or agriculture and, you know, environment, all of that stuff. Because... That is so just in unjust. Just, uh, I, I get it that it's easier to make things that you can artificially preserve. But there's a reason that didn't exist in nature. And, of course, a lot of people in that will are also go into the anti-vaccine type. And I'm definitely not considering my family's experienced exactly how risky it is to not rely on them when they are for the most part and especially with how many people in this world have had taken that vaccine the covid vaccine the data and the life saving i don't know why people don't focus on the proportions is just remarkable it's a blessing it like i don't know how like christians that are against it don't see that maybe that was the blessing that God was trying to give. He gives blessings through humans. So, but I acknowledge that there are some that can have a flaws. My sister went through that when she was a baby with a very brand new one. 
but there has been quite a lot of improvement since then. But anyways, again, I believe in a little bit of both. I'm a very balanced type of person. Well, you know, balance the the capitalism with the socialism and balance everything. <laughs> Equilibrium. Anyways, trying to get my brain back onto topic. But it can be so expensive and then you you get like when you're in your 20s or living on your own and and sometimes you do have to choose over your health and just affording things and that's horrible. And it's so funny to me whenever like people that don't have it, like loved ones, whenever they try to buy something for me or like I'm visiting or something and they're like, what? It, this is that expensive? Like there must be something else. And it's like, no, it's just that. And if you want to talk expensive, let's talk supplements. <laughs> but they can sometimes be, it, it's just, it's, ugh, our bodies are crazy. Like sometimes I notice that some medicines don't work as well if I don't have the supplements to weigh it. And that's why the doctor I currently have, she's a DO and um, she's been the best I've ever encountered because she weighs both. She encourages both holistic type of measures along with medicine because they work together. And, but it can get pricey and especially when you're unemployed and, um, but what people don't look at it, especially if they get too penny pinching, is that it's an investment in your health. The better you're feeling, and this is exactly how my outlook on capitalism and sociology together, not sociology, sorry, socialism, whatever, um, is the more well-rounded a person's life is, their condition, their quality of life, their health, the better their progress and the more motivated, the more they're thinking, the better ideas they'll have, the more passion they'll give to it. Like working and on a campaign, one of the coolest parts of it was that we were all so passionate. They didn't have to like watchdog over us. They, it was so much of it was honor code and, you know, they still sometimes overlooked it, but for the most part, they knew that because we cared about what we were working for. And like for me, I literally put in more hours than I got. So, you know, my school would argue that was not a good situation. My schoolwork, I shouldn't have done that, but I'm very glad that I did. And yeah. Now look at the workers that are overworked, exhausted, literally cannot function and for good reason too they should be listened to for that part and um are just over you overdone like if they if they see a slip up but like it's not gonna ruin the whole system probably will just let it happen do you really want if you care about what you're producing and the success of it you really want that to happen i'm just saying another thing of the timeline that I've been experiencing is the sinus stuff. Um, I kind of touched up on it, but that candida can be a part of everything. I forgot to mention that it is uh, attracted and also makes you crave sugar. So if you have a really bad sugar craving, like to the point where like it could be like addiction wise and you don't like it and like don't know why, 
I would highly suggest you look into the candida. Now, doctors can be sometimes totally worthless about it because they'll tell you, oh, it'll just come back. Please do research online. Um, there is ways to help. Skin-wise, if you like break out, because I do think sometimes the detox can go through pores, skin, whatever, and you can see it. Now, always remember the storm. You got to get through the storm to get to the rainbow. And so it will look a lot worse than it will be. And that, so you just got to push yourself through. Like I literally, I've been on kind of a detoxing, but since I've been trying to save money and not doing the detoxing supplements on a whole, again, investment in the long run, it's actually probably um, making me make less money because I could be working like multiple jobs possibly, or like who knows what if my full potential was actually there and I wasn't dealing with all of the other health ailments that come in. But this is where I'm at right now. And so I'm kind of doing a slower part of the detox, which doesn't do it fully. The best, my best recommendation is to just follow, especially go to look into biocidin. It's kind of fascinating actually, but um, and I used to love biology and like just be fascinated by it, but like to the, now that I actually have to look up so much of this and be my own doctor in so many different ways, and just constantly like fascinating part has kind of dwindled <laughs> and gets exhausting. But it's very important to know. Look up biofilm. It's very disgusting, but <laughs> all of this could arguably be disgusting unless you're you know in the medical field, but. I think that that definitely needs some more research into because the, I, it's been five-ish years and that has made the biggest difference, biocidin and manuka honey. But manuka honey, it would help with my sinus infections and stuff, especially because that is a natural antibiotic. And obviously, I touched up on a little bit of it of why I hate antibiotics um, but I avoid them as much as I can. And so it would help, but the hard part is, is manuka honey is honey, sugar. So then it's feeding some of the candida at the same time. So my best way that I've learned in the past five freaking years, and I would take the liquid antifungal for over a year last year and Oh man, I had to travel with that and it got all over my freaking suitcase. It was a mess. It was horrible. It literally exploded on the plane. It was fun. Um, but, and it was, it would help in the time being, but it was just like more temporary. It was just constant. Maybe it was the sugar and that, I don't know. But I, mine is so bad that um, in my sinuses and all that fun stuff, that I just, I'm lucky it's not to the point where like some smokers have where it gets to thrush and like very, very obvious. Ugh, it's so disgusting. Anyways, um, but I finally tried the more stronger, like the antifungal tablets. Can't remember the name of it. I literally was trying to find it over, that wasn't over the counter. So because... Like, insurance um and couldn't but that seemed to be the best for me like it was I saw a total difference and then if you combine that with the biocidin 
that's taking care of the biofilm. And if you actually do the rigorous um, routine of it, like that they intend you to do. Now, you always have to be mindful because you don't know what is trying to just take your money. But that is such a horrible thing I've gone through and been so hard to fight that seeing an actual difference, I, I think I trust it. And I'm going to actually try the full thing when I have more money in my name and I can make that decision myself. But um, it can put the, you through hell because look up Herc's reaction. Not fun. I like literally have ibuprofen by the side of my bed because I'm going through a slow version of that since I'm not doing the full. And sometimes that makes it even worse. It's great. Um, but I can tell like you're... You, you kind of have a freak out moment where you're like, oh my God, I'm breaking out and all this stuff that I normally wasn't. And it's just, it's expelling. It's actually a good sign. But you got to get through that. Might last a month, might last who knows how long. But the best part is you're getting across that bridge. A bridge that sometimes feels like you can never get over. It's fungal anything. It's just, oh, I hate them. I hate it. I hate it. Um, look at mold overgrowth. If you have any sense, if you're sensing any kind of mold in your house, it can have an impact. If you sense any water damage, get on that. It can actually like, especially if you have pets, I'm just telling you, please keep your pets and because inhaling that can do so much for your body. And I really wish people gave more awareness and attention to that, but they don't. Um, and when you have an autoimmune disease and your immune system is not great at fighting off things, any type of thing that's wrong in your environment, you're down. And like that's something that was really hard to learn with traveling is um, I kind of sometimes, and I know it, like it's so expensive and you can't, you know, people like whenever they get trips, they want you to use it constantly. My family would get like, like if I was on a trip with my family, they would get so aggravated if I wasted any of it. And I get that, you know, I don't want to waste any of it, but my body just can't, it doesn't go on pause just because I'm traveling. And especially with jet lag, oh my Lord, I realized that the best way I could enjoy the vacations was I literally would have to have a down day and altitude. And I want to travel. I want to go to these places. I actually do love it. Um, even the snow. I have to get to a financial standing to make it the best way on my body. And that's just what I have. And that's going to take some work. <laughs> Especially when you're working in policy that, you know, doesn't always pay the best. But trying to do good. The key, the key to all of that is um, travel benefits. Stick with the same airline, a good airline that you can trust for the most part. I don't know. And all of them can be eh. And a hotel one. We're really liking Hyatt's. And that is literally the key to the best way to travel and just learn the ways of the benefit system. Seriously. Especially if you travel a lot for work and that kind of thing. That's the key if you want a life of traveling. It really is. But in the wise the I kind of gave you a summary of current 
health I'm dealing with. So my sophomore year holds holds that note, holds that thought. And I'm sure that you like probably don't want to know this. Definitely TMI, but it actually helps my sinuses. Um, since you know I can't just get a surgery fix it. And yes, I definitely am aware of the potential harms of sinus surgery, and I'm going to look into that more whenever I actually even have insurance to do it. And on top of that, downtime work-wise, like that's why it makes no sense to me why they make it connected to work because it would be best if I was able to just have my own insurance and not have such crazy, you know, co-pays, et cetera, to get insurance without job. And in Texas, the benefits are just, they definitely have the funding, especially from federal, but they don't give it. It's it's just, it's horrible. And I, ah, damn, I didn't complete the thought earlier, but when Abbott won, the, the thought that came in my mind automatically was, um, there's definitely going to be more mass shootings then, and I could be one of the victims. Because I can't argue that that's the truth here in Texas. Or the whole country has, at that rate, just sat here in silence for a second, because it's just, yeah. And another, I care so much and I learned so much from constituents and all the voters I talked to, hundreds, even people that always voted Republican, changed sides because their family went through things where they needed the benefits of Medicare and Medicaid and Texas failed them. And I've lived it now. And I know family members who in other states couldn't have survived without it but thank god they were in another state that doesn't hurt their people like ours does and i tried so freaking hard to fight that did what i could i gotta keep going anyways um but yeah if i had insurance could just do it now in, in between employments. It's definitely going to have a healing plus autoimmune disease. I'm sure that healing from a surgery can't be great with autoimmune disease. I haven't really done that except for like wisdom teeth and ears ever or actually just was <laughs> I don't know if you'd count wisdom teeth. That can be a pretty big one. Lots of cutting up. Ugh. But um, be able to have downtime and then be my full potential even better because I would be better with the sinus issues or at least know I'm on the mend. It would change my life for whatever my next opportunity is. And that's exactly what I want to give it, especially because I work in things I care about so much. And I'm very glad I do. And I'm glad I have the opportunity to do that. And I highly advise you look up, especially with the internet now, it's so much easier than you would think that there is actually well-paying opportunities and things you care about. And think about it this way. You might care about something and be and or be good a lot of times psychologically. You care and you um, like the things that you're good at anyways. But something you have skills in because you're supposed to give it to that. And maybe those areas aren't growing as well as it is because there aren't people who have the skills or the passion that you do. You never know. I'm just saying.
it sucks that previous generations were constantly taught of just make the money just do what you can to make good pay but then there now there's so many people doing the same path that it's actually kind of backfired but everything happens for a reason hopefully but anyway so my great aunt actually did go through a sinus I think I'm pretty sure it was a sinus surgery and she lost her taste and her smell so learning from her I definitely know the the risks and I've even put myself into the position of like okay so what would life be like without that I have been prepping myself but in then comparing it to life with all the sinus issues and I I'm not kidding you it's seriously that miserable it's not like C. diff miserable <laughs> and MRSA the, oh god those are bad literally a deadly potentially deadly infection so but it's so like you just constantly feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again it gives you sinus headaches I really think that possibly even like might be inflammation to the brain because the number one thing that people don't realize with autoimmune diseases and can be the scariest and Selena Gomez has actually touched upon this sometimes is that autoimmune things can often turn into other autoimmune diseases especially if you aren't getting to the root cause like they so many doctors don't teach to help it's so bad so many doctors will go straight to just removing the organ and then the you're you're, you're not <laughs> removing the immune system so it's just going to attack something else and oh man it, it cuts me inside whenever I talk to people who have already been through like those surgeries like the thyroid taking your thyroid out unless there's cancer definitely understand in that point um or the worst of all just going straight for the colon and pretty sure it's called colonitis and um when I was healing up from all the scene of stuff you're like it literally felt like my whole entire digestive system was completely shredded like it felt like just and there is um there is theories that that could be connected to the candida issue of it's called oh my gosh I just had it in my brain and it, it's like impedable something there's a fancy word of it but they like to call it leaky gut and it sounds lovely but I do think that can be possible, but there's a lot of back and forth between medical area, area that on the reliability of that and that like basically your intestine lining is something wrong with it or thin or something, which totally would make sense with what my body went through, that it was attacking and literally get pretty much being eaten from the inside out. Oh, it was just horrible. Um, but I was going to recommend you look it up, but also I really don't think you'd like to. It's just in a huge part of the OCD is like, I know that I didn't get it the traditional way that you get it, but just the thought of that being a possibility just grosses me out to a whole other I'm so careful about everything like basically always close the lid on toilets wash your hands more than 20 seconds seriously it may be annoying but I promise you living through that is more than annoying 
it's literally just miserable and it will it will stop your life not only for that time but take it from me it will stop your life put it on a pause or change your whole entire life for years to come so just avoid it if you can it can be hard to avoid in the hospital and so that's one thing that I'm so lucky I haven't ended up in the hospital yet I hate to say it but being autoimmune it's bound to happen someday I'm very lucky because like people I know that have the um, colitis and or diabetes or other things they can end up in the hospital way more than I wish they ever had or at all I wish they didn't have to at all and so I'm always so surprised I haven't you know I've probably gotten close um I was, I, even because before, I wasn't diagnosed yet, but when the swine flu happened, I did get that. I should have known at that time because I was like one of the only people who got it. And, um, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> and apparently, like, I remember it being so bad and it was kind of how Sita felt, but like only for three days. And I, it's funny because I took a photo, like, because I was at a friend's house even the day before. So very lucky that I didn't spread it. And, like, my next-door neighbors. And remember in that selfie, like, I'm actually, like, sweating bullets. And just, I was down after that. Even as bad as I remember it, my mom says that she remembered wondering, like, like that I was the worst she'd ever seen me. And she was worried and even contemplating taking me to the hospital. And one of my cousins actually did go to the hospital with swine flu. And then we have the COVID pandemic. And that was just the precursor. We thought that was bad. Funny, 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 funny. 303. And honestly, at this moment, I, I understand I'm seeing this mainly because it's just I'm talking so long. But and also part of the gross part of living with sinuses is that I've learned that actually talking so much and this is not why I do it I just that's who I am duh um have lots of thoughts can I handle them stuck in my head and um like to hear other people's thoughts which is really weird that I'm constantly talking about my thoughts to hear other people's thoughts but that actually is the truth but talking moves everything along as descriptive as that is and tends to help open the mouth in different ways that if you aren't talking helps to open the passageways the deviate septum is blocking and and things like that so gross but it does make a difference and then also so surprising but like singing and someday I'll actually maybe post that but have a past in singing but and a lot of times I I like to do it because I can tell like both where my thyroid is and like how swollen it is and um just listening to how it is and I can tell when well for one it helps clear things <laughs> and everything but also um because again, <laughs> the movement. I can tell how bad everything is swollen-wise or whatever from how well I'm doing on notes and etc. It's very interesting. And as gross as it is, the biggest thing I've learned, and actually a lot of doctors will tell people this too, is that one of the best ways, it's seriously so gross, but it's only way is 
I'm so sorry for this. I just, I have to say it because I want to help people that going through it. It's miserable. You gotta spit it out. <laughs> and that sounds so wrong in so many ways. And if your mind went to the other way when it's already gross enough, like, okay, let's not. Okay? Okay. Because it's bad stuff your body is trying to repel. So if you, I mean, it's it can be okay if you, oh god, <laughs> I don't, there's no way to help this. There's just no way. If you swallow it, but, like, if you keep it, like, if you keep snipping that kind of stuff or um, keeping it up in your sinuses, it can become sinus infection and it just horrible, never-ending cycle. So, fortunately, I've learned that. And a key to anything in life, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Hydrate or die, okay? So, Literally. That's what we would say in camp, but it's it's literally true. So if you have to deal with it like I'm dealing with it, those are big difference makers. Yeah, I'm actually willing to risk my senses that just a second ago I was realizing how much I rely on like my, my, I love smells. Like even like oddly some certain like soap smells will bring me back to like happy time or just like definitely aromatherapy type person and been doing a lot of that lately <laughs> like even just oddly enough like the dishwasher soap that family's been using like I don't even know why it brought me back to some kind of memory I can't even really put my finger on I really liked that and like kind of like a rain smell I don't know they both really liked it and also really didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'm that desperate. I'm willing because it gets to, I'm worried that my, I'm kind of facing some brain inflammation. Like my immune system might be attacking other things. I got to get more serious with not reaching for the temptation of like freaking cookies. And at that time, like th earlier today when I reached for that, I didn't realize I had those rice cake things and I should have just went straight to that. So um, it's a lot easier if you can ever make it, if you have food allergies, if you can make it the whole house that way. But I live with three other people that don't have it. Lucky ducks, I got the genes. I think, you know, like it's interesting. Sometimes they'll have some thyroid things going on, but not to the extent of me. Yeah, I can't restrict that for them. And... I would love it if they were able to. They'll they'll cook like, they'll try to cook me alternatives and, you know, gluten-free pasta whenever any meals with, they make a meal with pasta, things like that. But it's not an easy life. And um, my junior year, when I really, because I was feeling so horrible with all of the, here we go, I finally kind of dived into the timeline by default. Um my junior year, I was just so beaten down from all of the things my body went through from the infections that thank God I did heal, but I was already way too deep and behind in school work and all of that kind of stuff. And then the worst part is like, and this is something I experienced last semester of thinking like, oh yeah, I can just make up things but the worst part is if the semester is still going 
then you're adding that on top of it and then you get behind in that and then like there's just there's no way to stall and that's the number one thing you got to learn in college is like any week you miss can throw you off hopefully you're one of those that can survive that because things happen life happens and that's what pisses me off so much about higher education not they like act like it doesn't and thankfully professors will but then institutions don't and then like stupid things like they get fined and by the states and just oh god there's so many things about texas state government that i hate if there's anything i really actually hate i don't like using that word often but it's the texas state government and the people currently running it sorry but you you've earned it and then so like preventing the understanding of it just for data and testing scores and being the best to bring in the best all that bullshit but I'm feeling some sort of way if you can tell yeah I was doing that for all classes like five classes it, it, there was no hope and then I just kept on trying to repeat it and like trying to build up of it but then I didn't realize that my body was already just torn to pieces and I didn't I was so like wishful thinking that I could just jump right back into it because I was doing so well before and I just could not get myself to face it oh there's the emotions I've been avoiding because actually because of the sinus issues it's so interesting because they think you know cancers are constantly crying but I don't cry often especially even with depression even with you know that you've hit a low point with me if I start crying and or that I'm just that frustrated that I just can't help it but um it's not because I don't see that I see strength in crying I think that in movies and character development the moments people break down let it out those are their strongest moments especially with males and the whole stupid teaching of like that males can show emotion it just no I think it's the opposite think you're stronger if you can it's not like I don't want to and I don't see the potential well the advantage of healing to get it out instead of keeping it in but because sinuses it like literally will get me to a point where like I feel like I can't breathe and so miserable I start getting sinus migraines and just keeps me from being able to do the things I want to that I will do anything to avoid crying. I can tell that it has been hold, holding up. And especially these this trauma and stuff from those years I just never dealt with. Finally forcing myself to try to deal with. <laughs> Explaining that has made me like forget the very thing I was reacting to. Mirror number 313. I really need to start going to sleep. But, um... But I think getting all this out, I already feel so much better getting the other topics out of my brain. So this actually does help me a lot. And whatever can help you, as long as it's healthy, it doesn't hurt you or someone else. I tried everything and it's just, it's funny that people think I'm a bad student now. That I just don't put the work into it. When I really, in reality, I put more than the work in it. And I just kept hitting a wall. And that's kind of the same kind of trauma I get sometimes about working out from just some of the 
experienced this before I was diagnosed of just constantly going and nothing happening. And that's one of the reasons that like now I'm actually going into the fields that I am and demanding stuff happens because I cannot cannot stand it. It just horrible for mental health just takes all the will out of me to live and just and it's hard because you know then the professions I'm going into well film's a lot easier to see a turnover but in policy and that kind of stuff since especially since that is their goal the opposition to stall you it can be hard to actually see the improvement and that's why you gotta focus on the places where there was improvement and know it's going to happen but you if you give up it won't for sure and that was a part of it why I didn't give up and I didn't I well at least I saw it as giving up but it it wasn't healing is not giving up and I got I was preventing stuff so much that I made it worse. But I didn't know. <laughs> they don't teach you this kind of stuff. How many people go through this? That's why I'm speaking about it for anyone who does. Oh man. Yep, there's some tears. Apparently I've been really, really beating myself up like acting like I should know and I, I I didn't and people would tell me like you don't have to be doing school you don't have to be doing that like but I knew that there would get to a point where I, I might need it and I actually like learning and in a twisted way constantly trying has helped me learn more but our education system is not set up to actually help you learn. It's just not. It's to help you get a number. Whether that's the college's number of how many graduates they get for your graduates to graduate. Or your GPA number. Which often employers don't even look at. Just like the SAT fucking number that you could spend so much on. So much time, so much money, so much everything. But even the money you give into the SAT because they make it so important, it saves you money in scholarships. It's just maddening. Life should not be this so fucking hard. I understand in things where like actually the process is needed, but in most of these things, they're not needed. It's just like the whole like, you know, the all the tax companies that lobbied governments to make filing your taxes harder so that you would have to go get assistance in some ways you're like oh but they're a necessary a necessity service but they weren't because they made it harder because that's what makes money and this is why I care about anti-corruption so much when I became a failing student not it didn't even matter how and why and what was happening they just wanted me off the data records. I was just another number. Hurting their numbers. Some of the treatment I got, not all of them. There were definitely people that did help. But it was so interesting seeing some people, literally some of the people that were like advocating for me and 
ways that were so necessary for me, even people who had disabilities themselves, they would just become completely total adults, older than my parents even, completely silent to some of those higher-ups. One of them treated me so badly. Oh my lord. Don't even like... And it was right before getting like snowed in. I was really glad my mom came up to help me with it, but it was very traumatic for her too, and just all of it because it's so stressful. Brought up my puppy. <laughs> my, my, my. I'm so glad to have fun with her in the snow, and she was like, What the hell is this stuff? But they had to stay for a week, and it was junior year trying to fix it and like oh man I finally didn't even know that it was just gonna keep on going trying to fix it and I wasn't even as deep as I would get and they already were treating me like I was and that actually made me spiral more if only they would fucking realize that this one fucking lady she deserves every cuss word about her glad and also not glad I want to remember her name just so I can like (laughs) air it all out spill a tea on it she deserves whatever wasn't my advisor wasn't anything connected to me trying to act like I was doing things on purpose like I was just going out there partying I couldn't even get out of my fucking bed I would have loved to have been able to even go to a party. I tried to keep up with friends. I, like, and so many of my coworkers thought I was slacking on him, like, on purpose. I couldn't get out of bed. And it still already affects, still affects the relationship. I couldn't get even closer to them and the family dynamic they had there. And it hurts me so much. Because I loved that job, and I loved everything about it, and I loved all the people. And I loved all the people in my lives and all the opportunities that OU gave me. They acted like I didn't. They never even tried to see my way. Oh my god, I have so much trauma with this. And that's why I put off trying to fix it so much, because diving into it, it just uh, opens the wound all over again. It's even hard for my mom to even talk about because seeing me go through that, she said it was so much pain. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be able to sleep well after this. <laughs> Finally crying after who knows how long. There's so much pain to see me in that pain and feel so low. And literally not be able to do anything for me. And she did everything she could. And see adults just take over me like that. And then I feel like I can't ever talk about it because other people's judgments and I'm always tiptoeing over those judgments when it's like, I just need to be heard, listened to and understood just a little so I can heal from this and not have it revolve my whole entire life. I don't want it to be always on my mind, but it's because I can't get over it. I run into walls because of it constantly. Something that people are, where they're like, just give up on school, don't understand, is it keeps coming up. 
guess I'd have to heal it for whatever reason in different ways and I know I'm a good student that's the worst part is when I'm my full potential I'm even when I wasn't my full potential I was a student I know I can do it and it just kills me inside that people think I can't I would get so traumatized and so worn out after this that anytime I would try to like keep it going just to like save put off loans debts and all that fun stuff I wasn't putting my full potential because I just didn't I couldn't see myself ever getting out of this so why put the full potential into it and all the exhaustion and even more on because stress does affect especially when you have autoimmune diseases and especially fibromyalgia and I'm hoping that relieving this stress this way will help me sleep like a baby and take away some of the fibromyalgia at least for tonight because that's been a huge issue lately insomnia from that but anyways this lady Man, I'm, now as I'm trying to remember it, I think I'm blocked in. Because <laughs> I used to be able to remember word for word what she said to me, but it was so bad. Basically telling me that, nope, you have to leave, there's no way out of this, that you did this, blah, blah, blah. And then I literally was like, I was sick. I had, she didn't even care, she wouldn't even let me speak. She didn't want my parent. My mom came in town so that she could like be a support system. And of course they wouldn't let her because they just wanted to trample all over me. They knew that she would have stood up for me. And so we met with them again. And this time my mom was there and she can be a mama bear when she wants to. It can get her in trouble sometimes. Do not advise it all the time. It happens even when I don't want it to, but I understand it. It was so bad that when I was waiting for my mom to pick me up, it was in, if you know OU, it was in the Cape buildings. Our office was in Cape. I ran out of it. I'm just glad that students didn't happen to be walking by because that's always, people are always walking by. And I literally went behind a bush <laughs> in the grass and cried. I started hyperventilating and started having a panic attack. Because I don't think I could ever get past it. And my mom, when she picked me up, had to, like, I couldn't even get the words out. It treated me so horribly. And then, I, all I can care because I just constantly hear it is, hear people being like, oh, get over yourself. But it hurt that bad. And you, whether you want to say that it's not worth hurting that bad or not, it hurt that bad for me. And that needs to be validated for me to heal. And for me to know that I'm at least cared for, at least for some reason. So then, <laughs> I finally, because I actually have an argument streak in me, you've know me you've probably seen it grow as I get more confident in myself but argued my way to finally get them to give me a chance 
But then I just had nothing in me anymore that I went home that summer. And I went home like kind of early-ish, like my parents just were in town and, or something like that. And I was planning on staying during the summer and I just went home and I was expecting to come back for a senior, super senior year. I was going to try to stuff everything I could and I, it would have just worn me down. I don't know how I thought I would, but it was 2019 anyways, so that wouldn't have gone as planned anyways, eventually. But, and that was how my journey at OU ended without me ever thinking it would because I just went home and I just felt so much better at home starting to heal back up and away from that abuse and the stress and um, actually having my doctors until they started failing me too and um, it was what everyone was telling me all along but I just couldn't get myself because I'm not a, I don't give up and I had to see this. Sometimes taking a break is not giving up. It's how you can keep going. And I learned that fully when apparently I, apparently the universe wanted me to have a longer break because 2020 came. And I was just getting to a point. Like, I could have just used 2019. And then I lost my puppy during that. And that was really shocking and surprising. What shouldn't have happened. Please get your dogs checked up, even if you don't think you need to all the time please the cancer in dogs is so scary but i think it's also connected to human food sadly but anyways um and that they don't regulate dog food it's just it's bad but anyways but being at home stuck in the 2020 i was just about to i was applying to actual jobs was applying to South by Southwest going to try to move to Austin and then the pandemic happened and I just kept staying with my family and then the rest of the family did too got really comfortable with that and now I'm finally getting to a point where trying to move on to it there's a lot more in the in-betweens of all that but at least that's the summary and I got the most traumatic parts out of it, at least some, and I still am getting it, like today, from community college, trying to somewhat repair it because I have to, and like, feel free to argue with me about whether I should be doing school or not, I'm, I understand, but I have to this semester, and um, they, because they were passing me back and forth, their incompetencies, which turns out to be because of fucking Texas state laws, I'm still dealing with it and have to explain this over and over again. And every time they look at my transcript and know that obviously something happened, but then they decide to just go straight to judging me of it. Do you really think I would have stayed at school if I was like that incompetent of a student? No, I was so determined. That is why I kept digging myself deeper. And now I have to clean it up and it's hard. And I know that I'm going to have to face all this trauma all over again probably go back to you face these people try to work out because some of it still is a mess that they just never handled because the pandemic happened and we were supposed to and then just everything paused and I'm dreading it so pray for me give me some strength and I'll keep working to give myself strength 
And now that I got it off my chest, I can keep going. I'm literally like shaking. Like I can feel like tingles in my hand. Okay, I'm actually going to go to sleep now. It's 3.31, so good timing. And it's 1% battery on my computer. <laughs> Thank you, God, for keeping this going so I can actually get it all out. Please let the rain keep going so I can sleep more soundly. And the worst part is, is if you can tell, I actually see that.